are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day you're listening to the always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, I'm going to be giving my final rant on to why baseball needs to bring the Universal DH back or not bring it back, I guess bring it back because we only had it for the 2020 season. So they need to bring it back and keep it full time. We're going to be breaking down the game six matchup. You're going to hear the locked on insider clip by Gordon Beckham, longtime MLB veteran. Now I'm going to be giving my thoughts as to why either team should win the the breakdown and then my prediction at the end. So we got a jam-packed pod as always talking about the World Series because it's championship time. I know this is locked on Dimebacks, but we got to talk about the World Series while it's on. So we're going to be talking about all that on today's pod. But first, if you want more content by me, go follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account, excuse me, or just follow my show account at Locked on Dimebacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. And Thank you for making Lockdown Dimebacks your first listen every day. This podcast is not possible without you, the listener, listening, subscribing, sharing, reviewing, doing all that fun jazz. So thank you. Please continue to do all that. But now let's talk a little World Series intro drop. You are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Miller Thomas here, still of Locked On Diamondbacks, and I want to give my final rant on the Universal DH bringing it back because last night, we had to see Dusty Baker, the manager of the Houston Astros, make a tough decision. He's a little thin on the bench. He doesn't have one of his catchers, Jason Castro, left-handed hitter there. 389 pinch hitter in the regular season. He's been placed on the COVID injury list. He's basically out for this series. So the bench is a little bit thin for the Astros. And last night, Dusty Baker had to make a decision. Does he want to go with one of his, you know, starters that he might normally put in an, in a lineup as a pinch hitter or does he want to go with a different bat as a pinch hitter how thin does he want to make his bench how good of a bat does he want to put at the plate these are all questions dusty baker had to decide last night in the midst of a game five back against your wall kind of a game and what did dusty baker decide to do he decided to go with former D-back, highest paid D-backs player thing in franchise history, Zach Granke, and decided to put him at the plate. Yes, Zach Granke, a pitcher. That's where we are in baseball, where a manager has to decide with his back against the wall, should he put a pitcher in the game or not? 
I don't know what kind of baseball you guys like, but I don't like the baseball where it could come down to a pitcher getting a base hit or not. Now, luckily for all those universal DH truthers like Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully of Lockdown MLB, Zach Granke did get a hit last night and did come through in the clutch. But guess what? I don't care. Zach Granke is a career 225 hitter. He was two for six pinch hitting this season, which I guess is kind of appealing. But think about how small that sample size is. 200, uh, a career 225 hitter. You think I want that guy at the plate? You think telling me that Granky is the best option makes me feel good as a manager or a fan of this team? No, I don't want to see Zach Granky at the plate. And I know they're... Could have been another option, the Garrett Stubbs, who is like a 182 hitter who had to be put on the roster because of Jason Castro. How about you just bring a DH to baseball, a universal DH to baseball? We had it last season. It was a great success because now you have these kind of options where a Dusty Baker has to make a kind of tough decision like that. And I think it's just too big of an advantage for both sides for an American League team. When you're playing in your home ballpark, you're getting an extra guy in your lineup who's been there the whole year. It's probably a guy who you signed to play specifically DH. Jordan Alvarez has basically just been a uh, DH this season. J.D. Martinez has basically just been a DH for the Red Sox. David Ortiz was just a DH for the Red Sox as well. So when you have a guy, a really quality at bat, who you know is going to be playing 150 games just at your DH spot and could be one of the better smashers, sluggers in your lineup, that's an advantage for that American League team. And when you look at it on the other side for the National League, now that American League team has to go on the road, go to the NL. Now they're losing that bat, or they have to put that bat in their lineup at a defensive position that they not, might not be very good at. Jordan Alvarez all of a sudden has to play the outfield, and that moves everyone else out of their defensive position. And all of a sudden, now your defense is taking a hit. Meanwhile, you look at the Braves. They're basically adding a bat that they didn't know they were going to have. That's probably going to help them as well. Uh, But that bat that they're adding is not going to be as good as a Jordan Alvarez or a Big Poppy. They don't expect to have a bat, uh, a position player. They don't even expect to have a DH. So when I look at it from both sides, the DH, I just don't think is a really fair advantage uh, for either team. I think it's an unfair advantage most of the time, depending on which ballpark you're playing in, if you're in the American League, that's going to help out the AL team. You're going to have an extra bat in your lineup that's been there the whole season. That's probably a core part of your team. If you're in the NL, now all of a sudden you lose that batter, that position player, that slugger that might be in the middle of your lineup. So I don't understand why we play a sport where two different leagues play by two different rules. Imagine in the NBA, if the Eastern Conference had a three-point line and the Western Conference didn't. Imagine in the the NFL, if one team was able to kick extra points and the other team wasn't. Like Having an extra position player in your lineup is a major difference, is a major key and upgrade. From 2000 to 2009, pitchers had a 143 batting average when they were at the plate. In 2021, that has dropped to oh, a pitching worst 100. 100 pitchers have been terrible at hitting this season. I don't want to see pitchers hit on the major league level, the minor league level, the little league. I don't care. And I especially don't want to see pitchers in the World Series. It's just not fair for either team. 
American League teams are getting an advantage when they're in their home ballpark. You're all of a sudden getting a Jordan Alvarez or a Big Poppy, someone who's been there every day to contribute to you, while the NL team has to just kind of throw in whoever into their lineup and maybe, maybe actually helps the National League team. Like, everything about looking at the Braves, like, when they get to travel to the Houston Astros, now they get to throw a Jock Peterson or or, or they, they get to play a Jock Peterson and a Jorge Soler at the same time, which has been something that they haven't done the whole season. So now they're getting an extra boost to their lineup that they didn't really plan for or strategize. And now, is that fair to the American League team too? I just think you could look at this scenario from either way. I think you can make an argument for either way of who's getting the advantage and who's getting the disadvantage. And I could talk around in circles all day as to why it would actually help out the Braves at the, that when they travel to the American league, now they get to add that joke Peterson or the vice versa. The, the American league team is now keeping Jordan Alvarez at their DH spot and they don't have to make him play in the outfield. Like, I can make an argument out both sides of my mouth as to who's getting the advantage for the DH and who's not. But either way, no matter how I slice up the argument, there is an advantage. There is a distinction for one team versus the other. And that's my overall point. There should be no, who who am I deciding this advantage for? Who am I deciding this disadvantage for? I should not have that conversation at all. It should be even from day one, from game one of 162 we should know, are we having universal DH or not? Because once you get to the World Series, that DH is changing the whole strategy of your team. It's changing the makeup of your team, how you're going to play defensively, those kind of matchups. It changes the whole game for you when you get to the World Series, which doesn't make any sense. We go through a whole 162-game regular season. We go through two, three rounds of the postseason. Then a team basically has to change the way they play half the time in a series it doesn't make any sense and baseball needs to desperately bring back the universal dh at the end of the next or you know during the next collective bargaining agreement because i'm tired of watching pitchers hit they've been terrible this season and we need to bring the dh back to the national league now we'll play that locked on insider clip by gordon beckham breaking down game six of the world series but this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Let's get into that Gordon Beckham locked on insider clip where he breaks down game six of the World Series. What's up, everybody? This is another locked on MLB insider report with some instant reaction after game five of the World Series here with locked on MLB insider Gordon Beckham. I'm Daniela Bruce. Gordon, let's get right into this. It was a game that definitely didn't lack action and Houston went down for nothing 
early in the game with a Braves grand slam in the first inning. And that had to be, I don't, maybe deflating is not the right word, but it had to do something to their mentality right there at the beginning of the game. The crowd was so into it. What does that say about the mental toughness of Houston to be able to climb right back into this game? Yeah, I mean, when you see the like what happened in the first, it was kind of like, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, this game, this series might be over right now. I mean, yeah. um, and then one one thing I was thinking about when it was happening is the one thing it does do for the Houston offense is instead of playing scared, they had to come out and score mm-hmm. runs. So it almost kind of flipped a switch in my mind with them. It's like, okay, we can't just try to skate by and and get a couple hits and find a way to win a game. It's like, we're going to have to slug our way out of this. And you almost saw the mentality change like immediately because they knew if they didn't go out and start swinging the bats and be aggressive, then they're not going to win this series. It's going to be over. Um, and the World Series is going uh, to the Atlanta Braves. So I, I kind of sense the switch um, on, you know, on the, the mindset of the Houston batters. Like we can't just like, you know, play these nail biter games. We're going to have to go get this one and really have to score some runs. And they did. I mean, it was a uh, uh, really good job by them not getting down, just continuing to uh, stick with their plan and uh, continue to just take it to the Braves. I thought their bats were a lot better um, today than they've been the whole series. I mean, their offense has been kind of quiet all series. And uh, today it looked like, you know, they, they lit a fire. I mean, that, that grand slam kind of lit a fire under Houston because, um, if, if, if they come out and they're like, oh, you know, like they hit a grand slam, it's over. I mean, they're definitely not doing what they did. So I think that just the mentality changed for them. They, they went from basically sitting uh, on the sidelines, like how do we scrape uh, a run or two to, hey, we've got to go score a lot of runs. Let's get aggressive and let's do it. And they did. And Dusty Baker making some changes to the lineup, which is bold in this scenario, an elimination game. Um, how Obviously it worked, right? So what did you see that actually helped Houston in this scenario? Well, I mean, you, they moved Bregman down and, you know, it, I, I hear you when you say you're, it was bold, but at the same time, it's like they hadn't been really swinging the bats well. So like the only option is like, okay, are we going to just continue doing what we're doing? You know, definition of insanity, everybody knows it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why they switched it up. I think it was a good move. And you had Correa hitting third and then Gurriel hitting fifth, which is kind of normal um, uh, for Gurriel, but Correa moved up in the order. He had a good night. Um, and then Bregman moved down to seventh. I mean, it was the lowest he's hit since 2017, I believe. Um, so uh, I, I think that what it showed is that Dusty's not not afraid to make a decision um, that's going to help his ball club. And and Bregman uh, did well down there. I think obviously he's going to be grinding on his swing. I mean, he hasn't had as many swings this year as he has in years past. Um, so he's trying to find it right now. And World Series is just tough to find because you're facing great pitching and um, but he got through. He got a double today, and uh, and and started moving in the right direction. Um, you know, Alvarez is the one that's just really struggling in this postseason. And for Houston to win this series, he needs to get hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I was just going to mention too the Braves organist playing free fall in there at one point throughout the game didn't work. Probably shouldn't go back to that. Yeah, they shouldn't. They, they went to that chance. <laughs> that's right. It's the first time the Braves have lost a, a postseason game, uh, you know, here in Truist Park this this uh, postseason. So uh, the organist uh, has been known to do stuff like that. Um, so uh, it backfired. You heard it here. I'm blaming the organist. 
That's All right. right. Okay. Well, um, Carlos Correa, you mentioned he had a good night. Maldonado also showed up in this game and he had been struggling offensively. Just how big are those individual performances in, uh, I mean, we're in the world series, right. But in elimination games like that. Yeah. Correa is doing what he does, right. He's a really good athlete and he's a great player. And, and he, he kind of showed up tonight in a big spot to give his team a lift, but the bigger, the bigger impact is Maldonado because Maldonado is not hitting. He's not known for his hitting. He's uh, anything that he does is considered a bonus. What he does is de- defense is his, is calling. That's all he uh, is really on the field for is to really manage the staff and throw guys out um, behind the plate. So for him to do something offensively really shows that like I, that's something they didn't expect. So for him to have three RBIs, uh, amazing performance in a, in a clutch game. He's beloved by his teammates. I mean, they talk about it a lot. So um, I think it was a, a huge lift and it took some pressure off the guys that are generally supposed to be the guys driving in all the runs. I mean, without Maldonado tonight, it's a one-run game, and you've seen what the Braves have done in close games. So game six will take place on Tuesday in Houston. Tomorrow will be a travel day. Tomorrow, Monday, um, will be a travel day. So an off day. Who does that benefit, Gordon? I don't think it necessarily benefits anybody at this point. I mean, I know uh, nobody really wants to take off days at this point. I mean, this is uh, we're two two games away from deciding the the champion, the World Series champion, and uh, I don't think either team. I think they'd rather go to Houston tonight and play tomorrow. I mean, that's honestly how I feel. But you know, it's the World Series; you get an off day. I think that it's probably good for the Braves because. Uh, Houston's offense got kind of hot tonight, you know, give them a day off. Maybe there's a little bit of rust coming off that day off on Tuesday, but uh, it's definitely not good for Houston because they got it. They, they got rolling and now all of a sudden they got to, you know, they got to sit at home tomorrow and just work out or whatever at the field. So uh, I would say it benefits the Braves um, because they're, they've shown that they can come back after a loss and have a good, you know, a big game. So, uh, we'll see what happens, but I mean, Houston's been really tough at home um, throughout the, the regular season and the postseason. So we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, it's it's anybody's ball game uh, moving forward. If it was Houston's choice, they'd probably want to fly back and play the game right now in just a few hours. So That's that, right. Yeah. Uh, I can I can understand not wanting that off day, but um, so pitching matchup. What do you think we're going to see for Game Six? Well, you're going to get Max Fried for the Braves. I mean, he's there. He's been their ace all year. He really didn't pitch well the last time he was out there, but he did give his team five innings um, of of good baseball to basically save the bullpen. So he's going to be rested and ready to go. I would expect that he would do better um, than he did the last time. And then you're probably going to get Luis Garcia. I don't know if you're watching the game um, afterwards. Uh, you watching at home, but uh, Dusty Baker Baker said that they were thinking about going Urquidy, but since he went into the game, they're going to go for Garcia. It looks like on short rest, three days rest, young pitcher. Um, He can probably bounce back better than most, but he is a young pitcher and uh, it'll be kind of uh, uncharted waters for him. So interesting matchup to see. I mean, the Braves would have the edge in terms of the starting pitching, but uh, this is anybody's game. I mean, and Houston's playing at home and I'm sure, um, Minute Maid Park is going to be, you know, really, really loud on come Tuesday. So, like you said, anybody's game this series has been very hard to predict, at least for me. I, don't, I can't seem to grab, uh, get a grasp on it. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. But do you have any predictions for these last two games? How do you think this series is going to end? I, I thought, I kind of thought it was 
going to end tonight. I mean, it just looked, yeah. seemed like the Braves had all the momentum in the world and they hit that grand slam and it's like, okay, this is their, this is their year. And then the Houston does, does what they do. They hit, they, they, uh, mm-hmm. they threw well. I mean, the bullpen was lights out when they came in. So um, pitched a lot, lot tonight. And I, I still think that the Braves are just a team that's, they're a team of destiny. I don't know. It's just, they, they've been playing really well. Um, they find a way to bounce back. I just get the sense that they're going to win. I don't know if it's going to be game six or game seven, but I just can't see them losing three in a row. All right, everybody. Well, we will have more on this series coming later this week as the teams travel back to Houston to decide on a champion. And for everything you need to know leading up to that, make sure you follow both teams locked on Astros and locked on Braves. For locked on MLB Insider Reports, this has been Gordon Beckham and Daniela Bruce. Locked on your team every day. And Lockdown Diamondbacks host Miller Thomas is back on the scene to give his thoughts to Game 6 of the World Series because this is going to be the rested versus the unrested. Max Freed finally rested. They're finally giving our boy, I think, five days of rest. This man has been working, been grinding in the postseason. He's been on short rest multiple times. It's part of the reason why he's allowed 11 earned runs in his last two starts. He last pitched on October 27th, but he's going to be fully rested heading into this matchup, World Series Game 6. And he's going against potentially a Luis Garcia, who is not fully rested. Luis Garcia has only made one start in his career on short rest. He was pretty good in that start, but still, this is a rookie. This is someone who's only 23 years old. Uh, or excuse me, I don't even know if he's 23. I was looking at somebody else who's 23. But Luis Garcia, he's still very young, a rookie, and he, he might not be ready for the short rest, game six, all that pressure on your shoulders. I'm not exactly sure. But if Max Free can finally put it together and finally get back on track to what he was before the last two starts, the Braves are going to have a great chance to win this game. I think it's going to come down to Max Freed versus some of those struggling Astros players like a Alex Bregman, who's only two for his last team. And especially, uh, again, I talked about him earlier uh, in the series about being a potential X factor. And that is Jordan Alvarez, the ALCS MVP. He only has one hit in 16 at bats, lefty on lefty matchup tomorrow. Uh, we'll see if Jordan Alvarez can come through. Jose Altuve has been struggling as well. He's got a couple bombs in the series, but I think those, some of those core pieces in the Astros lineup, how do they attack a Max Freed? Are they able to get off on him, pick up a couple hits maybe a couple extra base hits, maybe someone goes yard. I think that's going to be a big key. And then the other key is going to be the bullpen for both of these teams because both of these bullpens, excuse me, have been pretty taxed. I I really tried to not burp right there, so excuse me if it looked like I was burping on camera or just yawning. I don't know what it looked like, but that was me trying to hold in a burp. But so far in the postseason, the Astros relievers, and this is courtesy of MLB.com. They pitched 75, 75 and two-thirds innings pitch of potentially 131 innings in the postseason. And they have a 285 ERA during that time, a 29% strikeout rate. So basically, uh, is that half the more than half the time the Astros bullpen has pitched the 
you know, 131 of the potential innings. They've pitched 75 and two-thirds of the potential 131 innings total in the postseason. As for the Braves, they pitched 72 and a third of the 131 postseason innings for that team, where 324 ERA, 27 strikeout percent. So both of those two teams' bullpens have been very good in the postseason, but both of them have also pitched more than half of the innings in this bullpen. So both of those bullpens are pretty taxed and the Braves basically made it a bullpen game in game four and game five uh, didn't work out for them in game five. Drew Smiley and someone else got rocked in last night's game, but they're going to have a pretty healthy, pretty rested Max Freed in game six. And if things don't go well in game set, uh, game six, they're going to have a fully rested Ian Anderson for game seven. So, the starting pitching, that should be in the Braves' favor. They're going to have more rested starters. And technically to the bullpen as well, they have a few less innings put on their bullpen too in the postseason. So the Braves' pitching should be a little bit more rested. I think that's going to be the matchup like we've been seeing. Can this Braves' bullpen shut down the Astros' lineup? Well, they've been able to shut down multiple dudes in that lineup, but Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, I'm going to be watching for those three in Game 6 of the World Series. If those guys can get off to a hot start and get a few hits off a Max Freed, I don't think the Braves want to make this a bullpen game again. So I think it's going to come down to Max Freed versus some of those core players. And if Max Freed can go pretty deep into the sixth inning in this game or deeper, I think the Braves are going to end up winning the World Series. But I think if this game gets to a Game 7 to Houston, I don't care if Ian Anderson is fully rested. The ass Astros are not leaving Houston with an L. They're not leaving their home stadium with an L. So I believe whoever wins, if the Braves win game six, of course they win the World Series. But if they lose game six and goes to game seven, I think the Astros will win game seven. So it's all going to come down to Max Freed for some of those core players in the Astros lineup. Now, that's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. We'll be having Locked on Red Sox host on the pod later in the week. It is her turn to sit in the chair, so be on the lookout for that. Thank you for making Locked on Dimebacks your first listen every day. This podcast is not possible without you listening, subscribing, reviewing. This podcast is free and available on all platforms, so please Please share it with your buddies. Go make your second listen of the day. Locked on MLB with Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully. Breaking down everything pertaining to the World Series. Come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!